I don't have much to say other than the NFL is back. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome back once again to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with Mr. Brown and Turbo Tommy. Who? Yes, Turbo's back. Welcome back, Turbo. Canadian Biggie. And Mongo. We got a full house. Something something special must be happening. Gentlemen, it feels really good. I ain't going to lie. I'm a little tingly in all the right spots. A little tingly? Seeing everybody around this table here. I am I- slightly aroused. I'm a little horny. <laughs> You already showed your titties once. <laughs> he did. Yes, he did. It's Titty Thursday and compliments uh, of Turbo Tommy. He is an A. Compliments of America's pastime. <laughs> you don't only get free autographs. You can also get some size A titties. Put a quarter in the slot. Facebook cannot take down. I mean, they could. <laughs> I'm speechless now. I don't know what to say. Now he's yeah. blushing. Yeah, I'm blushing now. Oh, uh, I, I'm glad everybody's here. Obviously, the NFL is back. Are you excited? I thought that's oh, why Mr. Brown was tingly. No, it's just seeing all these clean-shaved faces. Well, I'm still trying to use I feel to like that. I'm sitting around the table right now with some strains. Well, we did have everybody here for the fantasy draft, but now we're here because it is the return of our NFL. Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks. Now, we're going to dedicate... A whole show to that. So if you're tuning into this episode and you're looking for the picks, you're going to have to check the library again. There should be a dual show coming out this week. But, uh, you know, we've already made our picks for the Thursday night game. So we'll, we'll be talking about that, too. That's playing in the background. That's kind of our tradition, right, As we get to watch the Thursday night game in the background while we do the show. And sometimes we get caught in the moment. And sometimes, you know, we ignore it. I, th- I feel like last year we had some shitty games on Thursdays. I hope it changes this year, but regardless. I mean, was that the case? It was. I felt like it was no drama, but I'm going to be an optimist here, and I'm not even the football guy, but I feel like when you know this is happening on Thursdays, we got to make our picks. We're all locked in on Thursdays, and it brings – we're going to have about two or three good solid months on the podcast here because we bring the energy during these picks. We we look forward to the, the fall, the autumn wind, if you will. Yeah, I'm looking forward to some better Thursday games this year. There was a meme last year where Bezos was in a box with the Goodell, and it said, I paid a billion dollars <laughs> for these games. And then you couldn't exit out of the app when you were watching the game when it went to commercial. I'm looking for a much better Thursday experience, and I'm hoping it starts with the uh, Lions victory tonight. Well, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, when we do our picks. But, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. Kelsey's not playing tonight, so there, there's some uh, – I don't know. We might have got in on the spread a little bit too late, but I, I we got we got plenty of NFL we're going to get to, and we got an interview coming up. We had uh, Mitch Burn for Mitch Bernstein, formerly of the uh, the Mitch Bernstein podcast, and but he's, Burn with Mitch. He's our uh, Philadelphia insider, so you know it was really a prime time to talk to somebody about all things Phillies and the Eagles. And I mean, obviously, they was both in the championship game last year, so unfortunately, Philly right now is relevant. I mean, it is the bridesmaid syndrome, though. They didn't quite so, get it all done, so we'll see how they do. But it, it's a, it's a fun listen, and you can tell he's passionate, and he's a, he might be getting a tattoo based on some sports results, which is always incredible. And he because he does not have a tattoo. I think you said it was going to put on his left ass cheek. <laughs> I I don't remember asking that question. I think so. Y'all must ask that while I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, we'll have him confirm nor deny that uh, maybe in our next episode. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, hey, if you say it here, it must be true. Exactly. 
Well, before we jump into some NFL things, because we got to give our Super Bowl predictions. So that's the thing all of you should be thinking about is is what you're doing for uh, your Super Bowl predictions here later in the show. But we can talk a little bit about college football because, my God, Deion Sanders is taking center stage there. But before we get to that, I want to kind of bring it to a local topic. It's something that kind of came up. And I, I talk to people and get mixed feelings on this. But we just saw in the state of West Virginia in some AAA ball games. We, we saw some football scores get ran up quite a bit. Uh, what was the final of some of these this week? Uh, we had an 86-0 game, an 86-6 game, and a 93-6 game that last Friday. I mean, what, this sounds like, I, I don't know, it's like not even video game stuff. I don't, you know how hard it is to score 86 points in a game, much less in one half? That's the thing. When you're talking about these scores, it these were before halftime scores for the most part. Just one, yeah, but I mean, but every single game looked like a basketball score, except for the other team, of course. Yeah, I mean, maybe like uh, 1980s women's high school basketball with one team that has Cheryl Miller on it, I guess. Right. <laughs> for the first well, time, black man played, white man, <laughs> right. probably the same score. <laughs> West, the thing, West, Western Texas. The thing the that got me about the weekend was the fact that the uh, Nitro quarterback set the new record, national record for touchdown passes in a game. That's great. He broke J.R. House's record. Who played for Nitro? Also, he was throwing up 70 points in the fourth yeah, quarter. Yeah, that's kind of so. messed up. Like, I get getting the title because I talked to a coach for one of the schools that they blew out. Um, it was Hurricane and what was it, Capital, I yes, think. Hurricane and Capital. And uh, the coach from Hurricane is like, I mean, we, we ran our JV players the whole second half. You know, and then they went to a running clock in the fourth quarter. So, like, what are you, what are you going to do? Take a knee in the third quarter? No, I don't, I don't ever want the these mic. kids not to compete. You put in your your second, third string in. I want them to compete. I don't want you to dumb down the game. Do you feel like they but ran up the score though? When you have your starting quarterback throwing throwing passes in the fourth quarter to break these records, that's running a score. You're chasing yeah. a record, and to me, it's a meaningless record. Really J.R. House broke it against Morgantown, a playoff team. Had that, that score was sixty-nine to fifty-two, the final score. He was had to score. He had to have those points. That game, that, that game last weekend was over at halftime. I know some people aren't understanding some of this. If you're listening, if you're not in the West Virginia area yeah. about these schools, but these are these are you know. Schools that are really taking advantage of other schools who haven't won in a long time. I, I think the the team that he broke the record against might be considered the worst AAA school they in the state. They are very young. I do know that they're very D-backs, young. They suck. Their D backs are freshmen. Well, so there you go. They're, they're very, very young. I wouldn't go out and play for a team either if I got paid for to nothing. They're a AAA school and they only have 23 players. Wow. What's wrong with it? All these incel kids well, playing though. video games. So when Nitro and St. Albans Bullshit. was playing, when they came to the coin toss, three of their four captains were St. Albans transfers. Truth. I, that's a problem, right? Yeah. It's a- well, you look at the kid that broke the record for Nitro while they were throwing up 70 in the fourth quarter. He's from Buffalo. Buffalo, that's right. Yeah. Don't, ha- also, don't hate on the kid, played, but Greg, you need midget. a mic. He also played midget league in uh, Polka. Yep. See, what's going to happen is that you're going to have schools, I'll use Buffalo example, single-A school, and this will happen all across the country, especially here in West Virginia. Your two or three really good players are getting recruited out. Then what happens as you're getting beat 15, 60 to nothing every week is that four and five years from now, you no longer have a football program 
you don't have 25 of the 300 kids in your school willing to go out there and get their dicks kicked in. That's what's happening now. I mean, these kids, you have 23 kids on that on that sideline. They're not wanting to go out there and play. That's an yeah. embarrassment. And St. Almas is triple A school, so that means they got at least a thousand kids enrolled, right? And they get twenty three no, for the mean team. 1, yeah, like it's like eight hundred. Yeah, I think triple A is a thousand or more. No, there's no. It has St. Almas don't have a thousand. It's like really? seven fifty. Seven might be seven hundred. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. they're. It doesn't matter. There's kids that go there. It's just that nobody's coming out for the team. I mean, should you should you allow like if you have a situation where somebody's like a stud and they're on a single A team, like. Should you just leave them there? Are they not allowed to transfer to go play for another? Uh, I mean, that, is that fair to the kid, or is that just the way it should be? I think there needs to be a community uh, appreciation here. I mean, I'm sorry that the kid was born in Buffalo, lives in Buffalo, and they decided he wanted to go to greener pastures. But at the end of the day, the talent shine above because you look at a, the, the uh, Payne boys, McNeely, He's going to be starting for Virginia this year. I think basketball's a little different. I know, but the thing is, even Toby Payne's starting for Marshall this year at tight end. Um, So the fact is, true talent's going to shine through. Um, And some people think they just want to hand it to them because everybody's parents thinks now, my kid's the next big thing. And no one's going to have a sports center special announcing your talent's going to South Beach. So get your heads out of your ass. (laughs) It, it, it is hard, though. Like, I understand the argument on both sides. Like, it's hard if you're a kid and, like, you, you may have that potential to play at the next level. And maybe it's like a, a Hannon High School. Go Google that, kids, where there's, like, 300 kids in that high school. And you go to that high school and you're only fielding, like, 23, 24 kids. Like, hey, Chad, you know where Rashawn Salam? Starting running back, first round pick for the Chicago Bears, played his high school football. Where did he play? Was he a, a seven on Colorado nine man football before the internet? That was, uh, you know, Tavon Austin played on a uh, seven man school in Maryland. He didn't play on a. That feels really unfair. Yeah, but uh, no, like I'm just saying, it's I guess today where you have all these camps and you have video and it's so much easier to get yourself out there. You know, the only problem is if you're you know, if you're an offensive lineman whooping up on a 180-pound defensive lineman because you're in single A, like that's uh, – I don't know. The question is, will that translate to the next level? How do you know? Or do we just say, sorry, kids, it's just you were born in a bad zip code. Go, go shit to bed there. Exactly. Is, is there any room for transfers at all? I mean, I think there should be hardship transfers. I think there should – I mean – I don't know. How about you just pretend like you got an Aunt Linda over in this school district? I mean, that's what they always do. Fill out the paperwork, <laughs> at least, if you want it that bad. <laughs> that's what they did back in our day. If you want to transfer, you, you should have to have sit out a year. There needs to be some some control to it. What if I mean, you're, it's, what, it's like a high what school What if you're a junior board. going into your senior year? You can't just keep taking classes like in college. Well, I mean, it's senior year. I mean, you should have known by now. I mean, your talent should have shown by then. So you guys, you guys are all anti-transfer. I do not like to transfer. I think uh, there was a kid that went to. Uh, he grew up in Rock Branch. We're talking high school kids. He grew up in Rock Branch, and he then he played for Capital, and went on to play for Ohio uh, State. Darian, Darian Scott. Scott. Darian yeah. Scott, yeah. He grew up in Rock Branch. Okay. <laughs> I remember that. He's just trying to say talent shines through no matter what school you're at. No, he transferred. He didn't play a poker. No, I mean, why would you? <laughs> he just no. made the case. Listen, he so, he left Poca 
and played at Capitol. Well, how so did he, he could, get there? He moved, right? No. How did he get there? He lived in Rock Branch. How did he get there? So he did the Chandler. Maybe. I don't know. I, I guess he drove his ass. I don't know. You just used grandpa's address. Hell, they might That's have sent the point. bus down. There to had him. to be something like that for it to happen back then. I don't know. The remember, rules weren't the same, remember? Remember Jason Redman transferring to Polka? Yeah. Everybody because got mad that's about that. Nitro. Surely you got a relative right across the border five minutes. <laughs> right? Now it's such a murky area. How can you keep track? No, it's clear. One's 35 miles per hour and one's 25. <laughs> which is which? Jason Redman, current Nitro High School principal. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, real quick. These three schools in West Virginia, I have zero issue with Huntington or Hurricane because they at least – sub their bench players in to get some reps. Nitro kept their starters in just to allow this kid to break the record. And to me, um, it was in a meaningless game against St. Albans that barely could field a team. And you just did it just to break the record, nothing else. Yeah, I even know – I heard about a referee. Um, um, I heard about this at work. Referees was talking to the coach on the sideline. And he was like, come on, coach. He's like, how many times have you been crying to me over these last several years about the score getting ran up on you and now you're doing this? And he says, that's why I'm doing it today. Mm, Nitro doing Nitro things. That's the exact deal. At any level of football, if you put your backups in, guys who have grinded their practice dummies, you let them run the offense and the other team can't stop them, that's fine. I don't care if it's 120 to nothing. When you keep your starters in just to run it up because I'm 42 and I coach high school football and I got a little dick. Fuck you. But you know some of the schools that got ran up on, though? Love it, baby. If you just turned the clock back a few years, they were the ones running the score up on them. So it looks Yeah, and the the team's running it up. Who's running it up? The kid on the field doing what you're telling to? Or some piece of shit administrator who's a freaking coach because he's a teacher? Like, that's that's my problem right there. You're supposed to set an example for those kids. So it's the one that left the starting quarterback in to try to put his name in the lights. I don't blame the kid at all. If you're in the game you ball out it's Dude, the do coach's it. job to take you out because if you go out there and you half-ass it you're going to get hurt i'm with you well that's the thing the kid that set the record transferred out of buffalo he's down there like all right awesome i came here to play he's going to do whatever you ask of him as a coach you got to be like better crap. i hope he i i wonder if he tried to take himself out you know maybe he went to the coach said maybe that's enough he's like no kid we're going for the record who's at fault i mean I'm going to be honest. If I'm a high school kid, absolutely. I'll, yeah, I'll take you the don't care. You don't put it in my lap. You're like, man, I'm going to get so many TikTok likes on this. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't blame the kid. You don't have a microphone. Don't blame Stop the kid. Stop talking yeah. about the microphone. Let, let the kid play. I don't have a problem with that. But the adult, the coach, administrator, somebody needs to step in and say, hey, you know, this kid's going to get hurt. This is an embarrassment to our institution. No. It, if the kids let the kids play, but at a, at a certain point you got to pull. Hmm. I mean, would you if you were a coach in that situation? Would you pull? Would you pull your team? Absolutely. He would you have, say we, we forfeit? He wouldn't have played in third. Oh, you mean as a, if I was on the losing yeah. side of that? Yeah, I like to no, protect I'm not your pull kids because I want them kids to compete too. Yeah, I mean, even even at risk of personal injury, it's, it's embarrassing. It hurts, but no. Well, I'm no, not I'm talking play. about like these. These are clearly a talent gap situation yep. where. You guys, yeah, I, I want my kids to compete. Like at that, te- that team of 23 kids going up against this team that won't take out their first Basically, stringers. Basically what he's saying here, this is Rocky 3, and you don't want to be Rocky and throw the towel a little too late. I kind of I want him throwing the towel so he wouldn't have had the damn record. That'd have been hilarious. Exactly. Like, they should have threw the towel in at the end of the game and been like, 
Rocky Four? Is that what it is? No, it was we, three. It was three. Three? Why can't we get the reference right? Why are you mouthing it off my I, I had it right. Because he said Rocky Four, and I just thought Apollo just died, and he was thinking of something else. Yeah. That was. Uh, that was Rocky Four. That was, yeah. I'm sorry. Man. Sorry. Oh, so I was right. Yeah. Jesus. On air apology. The very beginning of Rocky Four. Yes. Mm. Drago. Yes. If he dies, he dies. Yeah, that's Tommy's mentality with high school players. It is. All right, all right. If so dies, since dies. we're talking so much about transfers and whatnot, let's segue into college football because if we've learned one thing that's setting people off on a tizzy is Mr. Deion Sanders. And Colorado shelled out, man. They went on the road. They won a tough game against TCU. Uh, TCU was ranked, but they did lose a lot from the year before. So is Dion arrived? Is this? Are we like all right? Pay attention, or is TCU maybe not as good as you think, and we need to slow down here? So it's a combination. Dion only kept three scholarship players from last year on his roster. Sixty-eight new kids. His kid Shadur is making more money this year than Joe Burrow or Dak Prescott. Million. Close to yeah, close to three million dollars. Travis Hunter, who played 129 snaps. Two-way player. Pro scouts before that game said, barring injury, he could be a first-round pick as a DB or a wide receiver. Deion recruited great within the trenches. So the Colorado team, it's not the 1-11 team people were projecting. On the other side of it, TCU last year won by winning the transfer portal. They won 11 games in the regular season, always by the skin on their nose, skin on their teeth, however you want to say it. At the end of the game, they had to reset 83% of their offense. So I'm happy to see what Dion did, but I don't believe TCU finishes the year ranked. Man, Detroit just did a fake punt. Detroit just did a fake punt in the first quarter. Inside the negative red zone here, they're, they're on their own 10 or 12. Wow. All right. Talk about some balls. That's some balls. Anyway, didn't mean to derail, but he did want a real lion on the sideline, so he's got balls. Love some Dan Campbell. Yeah, Yeah. now now they're at the 20. All right, so we'll get to the Lions and Chiefs game here later. But All right, so they play Nebraska this week, Colorado does, and there's been a lot of talk like they really want a piece of Nebraska. They're making a big deal. And here you go. You got your two new hires, your two biggest hires that were new in college football last year with Matt Rule at Nebraska and Deion in Colorado. Matt Rule's opener against Minnesota didn't go as well. So does Colorado, who I think is favored by like three and a half or something in this game? Two and a half. Two and a half. Do they do they uh, get the W and do they win big or do they just squeak by? I think they get the W at home, but they squeak by. And when I say squeak by, seven to ten point game in that Nebraska was up 10-0 on the road last week against Minnesota and couldn't close. Matt Rule is a great coach. They finally have a guy there that's going to turn the program around, but uh, they're just not that good this year. Dion's got better players. Yeah, Matt Matt Rule's going to need a couple more years. It's a good team. I think TCU's better than Nebraska. I, I, again, I think uh, I think uh, Colorado will win seven to ten points. Talk talking in the end. Uh, hey, did you see that video of the uh, player for Notre Dame calling the play in where it looked like he was in a Bukaki video? I sent it in our group chat. You said, and then I put it out. It actually, yeah. it, that's how you got to treat the mic, Tommy. I know uh, you ain't been here in a while, but you got to go into the end of it. You got to make you know, sweet love into that microphone. Don't talk to the shaft. Sweet talk love. to the head. That's where the that's it's more sensitive there anyway. Sideways. Yeah. That was my street cred. You're still not. What are you doing? 
You got to do talk, You got to talk into the mic. Right into the mic. Oh, my God. He's amateurs. See what happens when we don't do a show in a while? Uh, all right. So, overall, uh, did you have any big takeaways from the first week in college football? Do you feel all right? Is, is uh, uh, well, no, before we go to that. Just, so, I want to give you this. We, just real quick, before we go off, Dion, it, he's good for college football, right? Yes. He is great, oh, right. great for college football. I mean, you know, we, we were putting that up in social media and like it was just a frenzy and somehow like everything's stupid. It becomes a race issue for some reason. But it was uh, it's so dynamic when how people are where they're really like he's great or I hate college football now or whatever. But at least he's making the damn interesting. And I loved his post game presser where he was like, do you believe now? You know, I mean, that's give give me more of that. And, and, you I know, we were, we were talking about this earlier. Like, he, he practices these kids hard. Like, he's not giving them anything. You can talk about NIL transfer portal all you want. But, like, everybody every year is auditioning for their job for him because he'll replace you in a heartbeat if you're not on his squad. Dude, would you not send your kid to play for Dion? Yes. He wants better academic standards than what they have to be on the field. You're going to dress a certain way and act a certain way, and you're going to play a certain way. He's like uh, a – new age Bobby Knight in that he'll break oh, his foot comparison. off in your ass. Yeah, that's a good comparison. But you'll respect him for yes, it. Yes, yes. Like he's, Ur- he's not choking anybody. He's like Urban Meyer, just not crazy. Yeah. And then for anybody who wants to shit on Dion for jumping from Jackson State to Colorado, go look at his last 10 years. From the time he was on NFL Network on Sunday nights and they would do a football recap and all that, he worked at the high school level doing the same thing for these kids. And that's why I really like how he's benefited from these younger well, kids following him. Have, yeah, Travis Hunter have, played have, for him in Pee Yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you heard all those claims, though, about how he was footing a lot of the bill out of his own pocket while he was there? Yeah, I've heard yeah, that's that. Yeah. What, yeah, that's one of the reasons he like jumped catering ship. catering and hotels yeah. and things like that. Like he was feeding he beca- the kids. He became the parent for these yeah, kids. So, like, you can't football. get mad. But as a West Virginia fan, like, you're definitely feeling bad you didn't even make a run at him, right? Or, or was Dion be too much for our freaking state? They wouldn't be able to handle I don't know him. if that would fit. I'd love to have him, but I don't know. I don't know that he would fit. In he's he's mentored a ton of kids, including including former no, WVU no player. Divine. Yeah, no, no yeah, divine. yeah. But he was trying to tell him to go to Florida State. Don't go to WVU. <laughs> See, that's the only tie-in where I feel like he'd fit because we'd hire him, and everybody'd say he's too brash, and then Noel Devine be like, "Well, you know, give him a chance." Well, all right. So just to, to put a bow, put a put a little ribbon. Yeah, I'm gonna on. put a bow on college football. So, so you had something. You Here's what happened Sunday and Monday night. Sunday night, you had LSU play Florida State. LSU was number five. Florida State was number seven or eight. Which Chip is Kelly crazy. walked in there after saying three days earlier, "We're gonna go down there and beat the hell out of Florida State." It was on audio. He was talking about taking freshman. Blah blah blah. They get rolled by 24. Most overrated team in college football until Monday. Dabo Sweeney said, hold my beer. <laughs> and they give you 28-7 yeah. by Duke. Dabo. Preseason rankings are garbage. Yeah. They are. I, I don't think rankings should come out until like the third or fourth week. So I, I agree. You, you get a gauge of it. Or even the first week, I'd be all right. Just like preseason doesn't even matter. Dabo's been outspoken about not liking the transfer portal. Um, yeah, because he can't do it. Yeah, he can do he it. Sucks ass. Do you think Clemson is done? As yes, under I think they've right regressed. now. Yes, 
I, I would agree. Dabo. I think he he hit a home run on back to back recruits at the quarterback position with Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence, and that's why they won national. Yeah, it comes titles. out. We always talk about how the college coach is only as good as their QB. And remember, they had uh, what was that guy's name? I can't even say it. Uh, it was the Yugalagi Ugi or whatever it is. I, I'm terrible. You know wow. what I'm talking. You know what no, I'm talking no, about? I have no I clue. think he transferred to Idaho or something, or is he at Washington State? I can't remember. We need to take a little break while Chad finishes his stroke. Do you know who I'm talking about? <laughs> I can't help it. You guys don't pay attention get- to these <laughs> Biggie, pronounce his name for me. Yuga Hagaho. Is that it? Yep. He went to Idaho. Yuga Aga. It was Idaho. Boise. I think he's making it up also. Yeah. No. Yuga Agaho. I'll give you this nugget of information. It's we played Penn one State. Of Samoan names. <laughs> W played Penn State, right? Penn State had the 2022 number one recruit in the country as a quarterback. Drew Allier threw for over 300 yards on us and looked great. Clemson had the 2022 number one recruit as a dual threat quarterback against Duke and lost (laughs) 28-7. Tell me James Franklin don't know what he's doing. Dabo, how many A's are in Alabama? I think think Dabo is going to be on the outside looking in. I think – I think I think he might. I be, think Clemson's run is that yeah, top four to six, seven team right. every year. But you know what though, the ACC is so bad. Like what's it up? just opens up more room for the SEC. How many how many wins does Clemson have this year? Nine. See, it's still not mm, bad. I don't know if they're going to have nine. I mean, not I'm not the way sure. They played this past weekend. It's going to be tough to get nine. We, if they play like maybe that. Maybe that's the next coming of Danny Dimes down there in Duke. You never know. It could, Duke could be, be the, real. It could be the Notre Dame, like against Marshall last year, where they lost and they went on to have a good record. Yeah. Um, it could be something like Early that. Season. If we go off the first week, they're going to lose to Florida State. Um, I've got to think Miami is better than Duke. Uh, they're going to lose to Miami. I, I I think they're going to have like five losses. I think. Ooh ooh ooh. ooh. I got breaking news. I got breaking news. Joe Burrow just agreed to a $275 million extension, making him the highest paid player in NFL history. How many years? Hey, Chad. I don't know yet. Bengals won't win eight games now. Did that contract cure his uh, calf strain? What? Did that fix his calf strain? Hell yeah, it fixed his calf strain. I think it fixed my calf strain. Mmm. Mmm. Well, on that note, let's take a break and uh, refuel here. We'll kick it over to our interview with uh, the burn, feel the burn, Mitch, you know, coming on and, and bringing the heat. When we come back, we might go into some Mongo news of the week, news of the world, whatever we're calling the segment. I don't know if we've decided yet. What do you What do you want to call it? Uh, let's wing it. Let's see what happens. Let's just uh, we'll do, we'll do it live. Mongo's mentionable moments. That's what it was, Mongo. But see, you've been out carousing and. You know, traveling like a vagabond. Yeah. yeah. I was in Toledo. Holy Toledo. Yeah. Mud hints. Mud hints. You had fun? I did. I did oh, have a Jamie good time. Farr? Hmm? Is that where Jamie Farr is from? No. Jamie Farr? That's, man, you're really, Mash. you're really <laughs> going to be old for some of this audience. Can you do a Jamie Farr impression? No. Hmm. What not about Alan Alda? Can you do Alan no, Alda? Not a chimpanzee. See, I know no. these stupid names. Hey, I think the guys are here to fix the driveway. Now, what's that? Wait, it's 9 p.m. at night. 9 p.m. at night. Biggie, stick the mic out. That bobcat. Listen to these jackasses. All right, well, here's the interview with Mitch. We'll be back to talk NFL, give you our Super Bowl predictions, and maybe a little pop culture stuff as we get through Mongo's head. We'll be right back. 
Big Timber Brewery and Tap Room is located in the heart of Appalachia, Elkins, West Virginia. Their name pays homage to the surrounding forests and the industry that built the community. Big Timber makes beer we love and enjoy doing it, creating a product that we, our town, and our state can take pride in. What started as a dream became a reality in 2014 when their first keg went out the door. Their commitment to beer and community continues to grow stronger every day. Pick up a pack of Big Timber at your local store today. All right, Mr. Brown, this is, is this the second or third time maybe we've reached out and got one of our insiders out there. We got uh, Mr. Mitch Bernstein about to join us. He is a Philly fanatic. He's an insider for us to kind of give us an insight on the, I mean, sometimes depraved Philadelphia fandom. Uh, I'm not going to hold anything against them, though. They're wild and crazy, and he's here to talk about all things uh, Philly, I guess. So, you know, we got Eagles, we got Phillies playoff going on. There's a lot going on, so it's a good time to bring them on. Mitch, welcome. How are you doing, sir? Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me on. I really love uh, love what you guys are doing with with this and Greg, obviously, and Chad. I don't know if you're involved with the uh, uh, what 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 I see uh, as America's greatest pastime. I mean, just you know, it has grown. It's awesome. It's fun to see so many people. Not to mention. Not not to forget former ball players. It's just awesome that they've been able to do this. So kudos to to whether it's you, Greg, and Chad, or just Greg. Just terrific stuff. Nah, this guy gets all the the credit in the world for it. But uh, it is nice to watch it from uh, arm's length, though. So anyway, another shout out for you, big guy. Yes, sir. He deserves it. <laughs> oh, got anything to say to that? No, I appreciate it. Uh, especially coming from a Phillies fan, you know. Uh, so, but we're going to get into that because we're going to talk about the uh, wild card race. Yep. Okay. And then, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that down the stretch, and then we're also going to get a uh, season preview from his perspective on his beloved Eagles. So, um, before we get started into all that, one of our members of our group here had a quick question for you. He wanted to know um, how how it's going to feel to be the second best team in the state of Pittsburgh, state of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, sorry. <laughs> we know geography. Pennsylvania. So. Wait, wait a minute. What sport are you talking about? It sure can't be baseball. He's talking about... Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, Mr. Uh, small hands pick, pick it. Look, he's intimidated by that. Look at I, I, I don't think that's happening. I don't know that Pittsburgh has done what they needed to do um, to uh, do well, better than they did last year. I, I agree. That way. I agree. I the Philly the Eagles, and we'll get into that when you want, but they have a weakness, and we'll get into that. And watching them every week for the last several years, it continues to be a glaring weakness that I don't like. So we'll, we'll, we'll let you make the case for everything Eagles here in a second. But just okay. all in all, how did you become such a Philly guy? Like, are you in the area? Did you grow up there? Did Were you brainwashed as a child or – uh, uh, no brainwashing needed. I was the really only sports person in my family. Um, grew up watching the Phillies from Philadelphia area. Um, moved to North Jersey. I remember, you're going to love this, guys. I remember them losing in 64, right, with a 10-game lead. My team was winning back in the day, way before you guys, I even think, were born. It was a 20, team, 20 teams in the Major League Baseball, 10 American, 10 National. You won your pennant. You went to the World Series. 10-game lead, no problem. I absolutely, on black and white television, 
on Fuzzy Channel 3 in North Jersey, watched them lose to the New York Mets that threw them out of the race. I then became a Mets fan. Believe it or not, from 1964 through 1988, when they lost and when something was going on, we knew something was going on with that team, Gooden and Strawberry specifically. What the heck was going on? How can I lose this? They're such a good team. Um, I was then living in Houston. So I became a really good, fun Houston fan, not rabid, um, but lost my Mets them. Though I, I rooted for, I was at the 86 game six in the Astrodome. You talked about an experience. Um, moved back to Philly. I was born in Philly. Moved back to Philly um, in, in, in 95 and back to the, uh, back to the Phillies. World Series last year, you know, National League champions. Greg, I know you doesn't, you don't like that, but I had to represent. Look at it, getting mad. Um, had to represent. Um, so I've been a Phillies fan ever since I moved back. That was twenty six years. I'm now in North Carolina. Still, we got MLB. I'm watching when I can, almost every game. Um, that's how it how it's happened. And I and my daughter, may blood bless her. By the way, guys, guess what? This young guy. Is going to be a grandpa in February. Hey, so congratulations. Congratulations. Hey. She is uh, my baseball fan. My other her twin sister in California is a rabid Eagles fan. So we got both sports covered, and I love nice. it. So, so you use the word rabid. Now, I guess that's just my question out the gate. Do, do the Philly fans, is that is that an earned reputation that's deserved, or is it a – a little overblown, like, is it accurate how the media more or less depicts the, the Philly crowd? The And I'll tell you, there's two different crowds. There's two, two distinctly different crowds with the Phillies and the Eagles. The Eagles fans are more rabid. I was a security guy for three years there. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, it was so much fun. Um, rabid. And I think that's just the just the – the result of being a football. You only have eight home games. All right, what's the craziest thing you saw while you were doing security there? Um, a guy behind a young lady with her, who was with her boyfriend uh, accused the guy behind her of pulling her hair and, and, and getting in her face. And I saw things going on, pushing and shoving. I said, what's going on here? She could hardly stand up. <laughs> Shocking. So, yeah, who do you believe, right? Hey, her boyfriend was really doing nothing. And I said to the guy behind her, what are you doing? You're going to leave her alone. He needs to get, hey, where's your number that? Start screaming at me. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. I called my boss. I let them take care of it all. I went back. Oh, here's another one. Are you ready? He said they don't this pay is, me enough for this. <laughs> this is crazy. So it was a, I believe it was a preseason game. It was the workout. I was right by the Eagles tunnel. Luckily for me, I don't know how the hell I got there, but that's where I was. You're supposed to face the crowd, okay? And just right. watch. Got to keep an right. eye out. I was turning around. Guys are going into the locker room. They were throwing stuff up to the fans, and I'm looking. There's a guy in front of me. He's got all these Mardi Gras beads around his neck, and I'm looking at him. He goes, "Yeah, can I get down here and show my boy some love?" I said, "Who's your boy, Lashawn McCoy?" Okay, yeah, yeah, but just you know, stay here, be cool, no problem. So I turn around and look at Sean McCoy. The next thing I know a pair of his beads goes flying and hits him in the face. Oh, wow. <laughs> McCoy looks up and goes, I'm going to F you up. <laughs> Dude, what did you just do? 
What did you just do? I just want to show my boy some love. I said, well, you're going to show love in, in, in the clink in a matter of minutes. So um, he got taken out, but that was nuts. Now, for, again, and I think you guys would agree, football fans, they only have eight times when they can go root for their team at home. Yeah. Right? Um, assuming they don't travel, like the Eagles fans really do travel well. Um, Phillies fans aren't as rabid. They're not as – they're loud. They're, they are absolutely as passionate as any fan base. You know, Greg, you know, Atlanta fans, um, St. Louis, um, the, the Yankees and the Mets, everybody is passionate, Okay. Uh, I think people saw a lot of what made this Phillies team successful last year when they heard the crowd on TV during the playoffs. I mean, it really did something. It was just, it's, it's a, and again, everybody can say this. We saw the results though, um, in terms of, and even the announcers were talking about it. So it made an impact. Does Philly get a bad rap? Absolutely. Do you see, cause you see videos of the Denver Broncos fans getting into fights with the Raiders fans. Wasn't that a couple of weeks ago, preseason game? I mean, yes, there's a reputation that will never leave Philadelphia. Um, but very knowledgeable fans, I will tell you, very knowledgeable, very passionate on both sides, uh, for both sports, both baseball and football. You good if we jump into the baseball here? Yeah, I, I, actually, that's kind of where I wanted to go, just first off asking about uh, Bryce getting 300. Hold on, before we get to that, so um, – Last year on paper, clearly the Dodgers and the Braves were the two clear-cut favorites heading into the playoffs. We look like we're the same right now. Um, clearly, uh, the Braves are winning a division. Philly's the top wild card, I believe, still. They are. Yeah. Um, so, right now, you'd be paired against the Cubs. Yes. Um, so, what do you, do you think they can replicate the success they had last year? I know you don't have Hoskins again this year, um, but – how are you feeling about it? I know you all started off kind of sluggish and you've you surged since the all-star break. Um so yeah. and I know you only have to get hot at the right time. I get that. But as far as pitching and how how it's going, do you see a similar run? Or you think you take care of Chicago? And then what do you see from there? Well, Chicago's gonna be interesting. Now I was in Chicago and the Phillies beat him, and I loved it, of course, obviously, <laughs> um, in the summer. Um, but Chicago, this team is hot. They're going to have to be careful. And, and you know, it's all about doing their homework, which I don't know that the Phillies do well looking at their, some of their history, even this past season, about a month ago when they were slumping, and, and what to expect from these pitchers. They swing and miss a whole hell of a lot. Um, with, this, with this kid, Steen, and I forget who else is on the Cubs, they got to watch themselves in the playoffs with the Cubs. The, the Cubs could be, could be a little bit of the Phillies from last year. That's a scary part. They get by the Cubs, I do believe. Um, you know, that's a two out of three, and you got to win the first one because you never know. Uh, hard to come back with two. I think they'll sneak by them, and, th- and then we'll get the Braves again. Hmm. Okay? Are the Braves snake but Are they – I don't know. It's <laughs> tough, man. Ooh. Greg – you know, that lineup is huge. There so, really are not many holes, and that's what scares me this year because the Braves are going to be really out to get the Phillies this year. They know what it's like. They don't want to happen again. Phillies, though, if they come on, they continue on the same run, you got 23, 23 games left. Are they continue to stay hot? The only issue for me, Aaron Nola. That's a problem. 
So you, you, you mentioned the Braves lineup. Um, I've been watching them since 88, and the only lineup that's comparable to this year's team is the 2003 team um, when Javi Lopez as a catcher hit 43 home runs. But they're on pace or close to the pace to break the all-time home run record for Major League Baseball. The, I think it was the 2019 Twins. Not that long ago. Um, but, like, every player in their lineup, OPS is above league, league average. Um, and then I do like the fact that you got, and I know Strider got blew up last night. I can't wait for the Cardinals to get the hell out of town. I don't yeah. know what the hell's going on, but when you have freed back healthy Strider, Charlie Morton, the veteran, and then Bryce Elder, who stepped up this year as an all-star, I do like those four. Um, but you can't count out the Phillies. And I will say this, that, uh, I, I love Bryce Harper. I love the fact that the way he plays the game, I love his tenacity. Um, and I've been very impressed with the way he's came back from his surgery and his defense at first base. I, I can't say much else. Hell of a surprise. Um, I mean, finally got his timing, right? Um, c- clutch hits. Um, unfortunately that they lost that game, the bullpen. Oh man, <laughs> lately is killing me. Um, would it be great to have had him take that lead with that home run and 300th and then win that game. Um, the other weakness is, is our bullpen right now. They got to get it started. They got to get it straightened out. Dominguez is nowhere near where he was last year. Nowhere is dominant. Um, um, Alvarez has got to start finding the strike zone and start throwing, getting ahead in counts as opposed to getting behind. That's what scares me. If they can turn that around, the bullpen will be fine. Um, uh, Jeff Hoffman was a great addition, right? He's got to he's he's got to be he's got to get better on placing his and hitting the corners, um, and 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 uh, Dominguez just is, again rely more on his off speed pitches. Uh, Alvarado got a, a sinker if it's working, it's a it's a phenomenal pitch, right? The lineups are really good. I have to give the I have to give the advantage to the Braves there. I mean, there really isn't a comparison to the Phillies. So the Phillies have a lot of guys hitting really, really well. I mean, Bryce you, you not- seem like you're conceding that the Braves are the better team, but I feel like you got something you want to say though. Like maybe, I mean, maybe you got some confidence in that Philly team that may, they might just no pull. offense, Mitch, but they were the better team last year, and we saw what happened. So there you go. Well, again, here's what happened. Yes, it's a matter of getting hot and staying hot. It, it's very interesting this game of baseball that we love. Um, I. I don't think we expected to do what we did with the Braves. There is no way we expected it, but it continued to happen. Now they have happened experience. to the Dodgers for 10 years. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Now I will tell you this, there's some incentive for me guys. They get to have the Phillies get to the world series. Are you ready for this? Yeah. What's Seriously. that? I told my one daughter and she couldn't keep it a secret. Big mouth <laughs> that she is the Phillies fan. If they get to the world series again, I'm getting a tattoo. Ooh! Now wait, 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 wait. Do you have any tattoos currently? No, I hate. Wow. All right, all right. So now, is there like criteria on the size, or has that been determined? Uh, I mean, what... determined yet? My daughters were dying when they told me. When I told them, Dad's going to get a tattoo. Are you kidding me? My wife says, "I'll believe it when I see it." I said, "No, <laughs> I'm serious. They but they deserve this for me." To go to my grave with that tattoo, I think it'll be on my shoulder somewhere. Just the logo, or what are you looking at? Just the logo, not colored in. 
I, I want to see Mitch walk into a tattoo true, parlor. True. I just want to see that experience, like how that goes. <laughs> Chad, <laughs> hello, shopkeep. No offense, but I like you without tattoos. I hope it stays that way. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. You have it. Well, no, I won't go on with hey. Nah, I'm good. You go ahead and get ink done. It's it's cool with me. All right. So if you had to make a prediction right now, yeah, who's representing the National League? Homer alert. Yep. It's okay. Not the Dodgers. Uh, I got to go Phillies. Ah, see, why did we have the dramatic pause for that? Yeah. You, you know, I, I knew the whole time he just had that in his in his heart. He just needed to get it out. All right, so this isn't your bread and butter, but the AL's wide open except for the Rangers, who have been extremely slumping. It could be, honestly, one of four teams. I think the Orioles, the Rays, the, the Mariners, or the Astros, or even the Rangers, if they turn it around. So it's wide, it's wide open. Who would you think in the AL? Listen, who, who would you want the Phillies to see, I guess? I would love to have them see Baltimore. Yeah, that'd be crazy. This year, guys. Yeah. Come on. We all love baseball. I said this to one of a guy the other day. How cool is it that the Orioles are, have done what they've done in such a short amount of time, and the Cubs are where they are right now? No one expected this. Absolutely. This is what I love, and I'm sure you guys the same way. Love about baseball. These kids are playing without any pressure. It seems like without pressure. They're relaxed. I mean, and they're playing really you could well have mentioned the Reds too, yeah. Mitch. Thanks. Yeah, he's a Reds yeah. fan, so you could I could have mentioned the Reds with all those other teams, but that's okay. Listen, I I, <laughs> I will tell. Let me tell you this: I was at the Cincinnati Reds game when De La Cruz hit the hit for the cycle. Nice. Oh yeah, I love that stadium. I'd never been there before. The fans were terrific. What great support! He is unbelievable. I'll see, baby. Did you check out the Hall of Fame while you were there? I didn't get a chance to go, no. Mm, missed, know, op- missed opportunity. I know, I know. My wife said, and I said, we, we got to get there, and then we just didn't have enough time. It's three stories, and it's it's the best exhibit I've, I've seen as far as MLB Park by itself. Obviously not like Cooperstown or nothing, but it's amazing. Right. It's yeah. absolutely amazing. I mean, yeah, you feel you like you're walking that. into like a Smithsonian of baseball oh, or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, I will warn you, the bronze statue of Pete Rose is really creepy. <laughs> but I mean, with, with with the territory, right? It kind of yeah, looks exactly. like, uh, like exactly. Chucky or Poltergeist yeah, yeah. coming right out, <laughs> coming out of the third dimension. Um, I, I I would like to see Baltimore, um, and I it's good. Yeah, Minnesota's going to get in as a division winner. And I'll tell you what, I think Houston has the experience. I think they're going to the division for sure. All right. Well, let's. Uh, no, nothing surprising there. Philly guy going Homer with the Phillies, and you know I, I can respect that. Why else would we have you on the show if you can't at least show your your pride there? But mm-hmm. I, I got I got some questions I got to ask you about Philly. But before we do that, just yeah. how you feel about the Eagles this year? I mean, you feel like uh, I mean they got a tougher schedule from uh, what I saw, and yeah. now the the pressure's on. It's hard to get back. So what what do you think it's going to be? It is hard to get back, but you know what? You, 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 the one, this one key element is Jalen Hurts. That kid has shown that he wants to win with what he says and with what he does. He works hard. He worked hard. No one, I don't think anybody expected him to do what he did last year, excuse me, including the Phillies fan, the Philly fans. That team, offensive wise, is going to be something to watch. Um, the sleeper, 
Yeah, they, they got rid of, uh, of uh, Smile Sanders, which was a mis- which I think was a little bit of a mistake. However, mm-hmm. um, they did pick they did pick up the DeAndre Swift, and they had an upgrade. Mitch, you, you know, know running you know running backs now are just not relevant. They're interchangeable parts. They're still going to play with like three or four of them anyway. Like they, yeah. that's how Philly is. I heard they brought back Darren Sproles. Yeah, Ron <laughs> Westbrook's checking in. <laughs> yes, exactly. And um, Boston Scott, my Calter. Boston, Boston Scott, yeah. Deuce, Deuce Staley. We Stop. call him. Okay. We call him Sparky in my family because you know what he does. He he gets in there. It's hard to catch this guy. He gets on runs of, of eight, nine, ten yards at a pop. He may he may play you know eight downs, but I'll tell you what he he makes an impact. The defense, the defensive secondary is going to be an issue, like it has been in the past. Give him too much room. It's going to be interesting to see what this new defensive coordinator does. Um, to me, Darius Slay and for the Eagles fans will kill me for this. He's overrated. Ooh, got a decent Man, well, you're right. Mm. Mm. He you had to move away to say that. Yeah. He, he 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 gives up too much space on the on the perimeter. He's kind of a boomer bust guy. It's, I mean, he, like, he he I know what you're saying. Right? Um but they listen, the, the wide receivers, the offensive line, the defensive line, they're good. They're good. All right, all right so give me a record prediction. I'm going to go um, thirteen and four. All right, I I'm kind of. I, I was going to say at least twelve myself. So they are the I'm best. Right there with you. They're they're arguably the best. Uh, they're one or one A or one B in the NFC, yeah. hands down. Yeah. Them in San Francisco than everybody else. Um. All right. So, uh, do they make it back to the Super Bowl? I think they do. To be honest with you, I think they do. It's so hard uh, to do that. I know it is. I know. Um. Again, obviously, barring injuries. <laughs> um. <laughs> You say that with every every football team. It's 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 a killer when these guys go out with these injuries in training camp. It's, hey, it's- dude, dude, you're getting greedy, man. You had them both in the the championship last year, and you're saying they got to come back again. I mean, save some for the rest of us, pal. Listen, uh, <laughs> time will tell. Uh, I just think they have the attitude, they have the experience, and they have the talent to do it again. Um, so yes, I do think. They do. It's going to be uh, fun to watch. I got to tell you, it's going to be fun. Uh, they are fun to watch. They score fun. a lot of points. Fun to, they are fun to watch, right? I mean, you got to remember they, last year they would get up on everybody by like three touchdowns and then just run the clock. Yeah. Like it was, it was over at halftime most games. Then at late in the year, it changed a little bit, and you was wondering like, could they adapt? And well, you know, I guess they showed us. They did. They did. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. All fun. Right. All right, I got I got some questions. This is coming okay. from some of the people in our football group and some uh, people on the Facebook page. So, number one, do you watch the show Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I do not. Mm. <laughs> mm. I don't. I don't even know if I want to ask the rest. All right. <laughs> when it comes when it comes to the two famous locations, the icons, Pats or Geno's, which one would you you tell people to go to? Um, I would think uh, Pats, but I also like Jim's. Now, Jim's had a fire um, last year, but Jim's steaks are very good. However, at the ballpark, I go Tony Luke's. Oh, okay. so. so yeah, I appreciate the breakdown. That was yeah. in-depth analysis. Yeah, like that. that was hard-hitting <laughs> journalism. Uh, someone wanted to ask the status of the punter. Is there an issue or is that a joke? Um, 
know what the hell they're doing. Sipos was terrible last year. <laughs> so there is an issue. Yeah, it sucks. There is an issue. Yes, yes. I will. I will let you know. Everything sucks. They were terrible. He was terrible. I don't know why he was still punting in the middle of the year. He throw a forty yard punt out there. That's it. Come on. Yeah, well, let go and go for crying out loud. He couldn't even. He couldn't even pooch punt. Uh, you know it's a good thing if you get a Philly fan fired up about the punter. Well, no, that's good. <laughs> All right, this this person wanted to know when dating someone is a Philly fan, when they find out, do they just run or are they able to cope with this disability? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen and heard lots of people find out that they're they're not an Eagles fan or they're a Giants fan or they're a Cowboy fan. God forbid. Out done. They're done. It's 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 that Cowboys fans they don't and Philly fans they don't. It's mention. like mixing a religious household. You just can't do it. It's well, we I have, but it's <laughs> I'm a usual guy. Um, There's a but, Giants fan in your house. Is that what you just admitted? No, to? no, no, no. <laughs> but I will tell you this: isn't it fun? Let me go. This is this is kind of covers both covers both baseball and um, football. You put Dallas Cowboys equals New York Mets, right? Isn't that great to watch those guys just kind of bail oh, during the Yeah, game? yeah. It's, oh, no. I had to throw that in there because <laughs> no, you know, it's, got the Mets it, coming in, we're like, oh, yeah, we spent money. Bye-bye. See that, you later. You touched on it. I'm not going to go back into a baseball uh, tangent here, but <laughs> with the Mets, the highest payroll for sure, and I feel like baseball is the only sport where you have like an Orioles rise up Second best team in baseball, and then the New York Mets just shit the bed, and it's a great thing to see. Isn't there like a proverb or something that says money can't buy you happiness? Yeah, exactly. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, very go. good, Chad. That was very hey. good. Where'd you pull that from? Hey, I'm bringing insight in here. Yeah, good. Sit back, relax, and we'll dive into the annals of your mind, and I'll help you be a better person by the time we're done with this interview, Mitch. Because I got two more questions for you. Okay, two more. All I'm right. here. Uh, someone want to know if you were still whining about the field conditions during the Super Bowl. No, no, I'm not. I mean, we did notice it, but both teams played on it. So what are you going to do, right? I mean, you got to be realistic. Mm. Sucked, but there's a lot of lot of Eagles fans that are dying on that horse right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't get, I never got that because, like you said, both teams played on the same surface, so now like it was an advantage to one or the other. We didn't bring the right cleats, though. Oh, okay, okay. It's, I don't know. That's their problem. They should have yeah. thought ahead of it. <laughs> Uh, someone wanted to know, do you guys really pack batteries in your pockets when you go to games? I don't know about batteries, man, but when I was working security, holy crap, the, it was wild because we had a pat down before they had the wands, you had pat, pat down people and you pat them down and you go inside. Not necessarily that obviously the people that I would, would be patting down and you'd see people pulling shit out of their stomach. How'd they get through this? Oh, I mean, I'm sure it happens at every stadium, but you just feel, wow, these guys got balls. How do they do this? Because if they're caught with it, they're out, right? Um, fun to um, experience that personally as a working security. That's what was very interesting about these crowds. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. But yeah, they, 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 listen, they will very creatively find a way to put, bring stuff in. All right, my final question for you. If you took 30 of the toughest fans from Buffalo and put them against the 30 toughest fans from Philadelphia and you had a battle royal fight to the death, who's standing? 
Philadelphia, no doubt. Mm. See, he's got to say that, though. Tables don't scare them, right? No. What if they set them on fire? Mm. They're like, no, we set our city on fire. That's <laughs> right. We don't care. Fire doesn't matter to us. We'll go right through it. Mitch, we appreciate you coming on. We got more show we got to do. But I got to ask you, man, you had a podcast going for a minute. How, how was that going? And what, what made you give it up? Well, I, you know what? I really want to go all out when I, when I do this. And I'm working part-time still. And I really didn't have the ability to really push it out there as much as I wanted to. Um, and that's why. It was just a lot of work. Now, my wife said she's going to get a job next year. So when I'm done... I will probably try and start back up again because I, you know, you can tell I love talking sports and baseball for sure. And I just love having guests. I mean, listen, I had a bunch of unbelievable guests that come on, a lot of baseball book authors. Um, I had Dottie Pepper come on once from golf, some golfers on. The guys, a couple guys, captains from Wicked Tuna came on. The, nice. You guys watch Wicked Tuna at all? Yeah. So much fun talking to them. Uh, so I reached different communities uh, of sports folks. And, and and I loved it. I don't I don't want to totally give it up, but for right now, once I stop working, I'm gonna go back and try and get it going again. And you guys mm-hmm. listen, Greg, again, kudos to what you're doing with that Facebook group. It's it's awesome with so many thousands of members plus the professionals on there. It's and when they interact, it's it's awesome. As a baseball fan, who wouldn't want to interact with a fellow pro? It's uh, with not a fellow pro, but the professional that you watch play. Makes you feel like a fellow pro though. I get it. So it's when awesome. I- when I had the vision though to to make the group, and then I, I got Brett Boone in there was the first one, then it spiraled from there. But I, I mean, I knew how I felt the first time that like I got to interview Brett Boone and and Paul O'Neill and players like that, and I was like, if you'd have told my thirteen year old self I'd be doing this when I was older, <laughs> I would have never believed it. So yeah. to, to have a, the fans in the group and they seem very appreciative to get to speak to some of their childhood idols. There's Hall of Famers in there, All Star Cy Youngs. Um, and then when they, when they do comment, so it, it really still hits home for me every single day. Man, when awesome. we were kids, the future thought was going to be flying cars and we just have to settle for podcasts, but damn it, at least it's cool. We get to talk to cool people all the time. And Mitch, uh, you're welcome on any time, man. We'll bring you back sometime. Maybe if we get uh, a Phillies run, barring injury, you know, no, no, yeah. no, no hex or anything. I don't want to wish right. that bad on anybody, but yeah. you know. We'll see how it's going when the weather gets a little colder and the uh, they're switching from double A's to C and D batteries. Right. Because yeah, of A's. <laughs> hey, guys, I would love to. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Love talking to you guys. It's awesome. Keep up the great work. I appreciate you, Mitch. You have a good one, brother. Thanks, man. Thanks. Take care, guys. Don't forget to follow us on all forms of social media. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll keep bringing you new content wherever you get it. Special recognition to Mr. Brown's Labor of Love, a growing Facebook group, America's pastime for the love of baseball. There, hundreds of former big league players, umpires, managers, announcers, and writers interact with our fans to talk all things baseball. Make sure you find our other Facebook groups as well and give them a like, a follow, and a subscribe to We Don't Know Sports on all platforms. What was that, Biggie? <laughs> we weren't gone that long. What did Conan say when he was in the ring in the 90s? 
Conan. NWO Conan? Oh, Orale. Yeah, we were not the chance. What'd you say? <laughs> Wait, what? Arriba la raza. <laughs> Oh. He said Velveeta cheese and chips. Arriba la dirce. Arriba la dirce. I don't think that's a word. I think he's doing the Durka Durka. All right, stop. Yeah. <laughs> All right, are we back here I, now I, live? I, since, since you made a We've wrestling, since you made a wrestling okay. reference, I do got to ask: Did you see that CM Punk finally got fired? I heard he got fired. I didn't see a specific reason other than like cumulative effect. I, I can't remember if we talked about it last week. I don't want to go into that much, but he got in that backstage scuffle with uh, Luke Perry's boy. Yeah, I saw the headlines. And then Samoa Joe broke it all up. And they went out and had a match, and he said, I'll fucking quit. Or they, whatever, they released him without cause. And now there's all these rumors. Is he going to come back to the WWE? Do you, do you care to see him anymore? I'm, I'm pretty much done with his childish behavior. So. I don't really care if I see him again, but absolutely with the with the way the WWE struggling, not struggling, but they need a pop right now. Uh, I feel like they need this pop, and if they do, it, it's some publicity that they sorely need. They're not doing people. much right now because of that whole Endeavor merger. Like they're yeah. scared to like go crazy, which just, that's almost done. They need something to like change it up just to get them something going here for like a few months. Little buzz, yeah, till the end of the year, I'd say, mm. in my opinion. And then he'll he'll screw up again, and then Vince will be like, "You're fire. You're fire. Maybe Even I'm a part of the company. <laughs> Maybe he'll just make trips do it. Yeah, I don't know. I can't do a good Triple H impression. But all I'm gonna say is, after looking at social media this week, I've been in love with Stephanie McMahon. I'm mm. not afraid to say it for like over two decades. Mm. She wears that all black too. Does something. She's been super hot for 25 years. You know, that, I will say like. Wrestling does it right. Like for for those young boys looking to get into a hobby or a sport, no wonder they love wrestling. All that lovely. Remember the divas back in the day? That's what they called them. Now they're wrestlers. Do you miss the bra and panty matches? I mean, who wouldn't? But you don't need it now. You got it on the internet. You so. see, you see, that's you true. Now, now they just quit and they become OnlyFans. Yeah. Trish still looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, she just wrestled uh, this weekend. Hell in the Cell or a cage match or something like that. But how old is she? 47 or something like that 48 yeah so the the lions are up seven to nothing but uh the chefs are driving but let's let's hey i got a question for you guys yeah just real quick right here nfl journal did a poll on the uh they ranked them from one to 32 from most disliked to least disliked nfl fan basis you know the all i want to know we're not going to do the whole list between the four of you can you give me the top three most disliked and the least three disliked and if you think there's someone in the middle the cowboys are in the top three yes sir they are number one patriots Patriots. no that's bullshit list that's because you made this list the steelers are number four on the most disliked four Mm. think about really annoying fan bases no eagles eagles Eagles, they're number three we just talked about that damn it the bears no. no, no, they're they're loved. They're, they're number five. They're number five on this list. This is from NFL Journal. They pulled ten thousand people. Just people. It's yeah. got to be the Chiefs. No, number two. I'm going to give it to you Wait. just because you'll never get it. Oh. Okay, good. Is that AFC the, or NFC? The number it is AFC. They're in your division, it's Baltimore. Chad. The Browns. The Browns. Apparently, they are one of the most hated fan bases because they haven't done anything in the history of the actual NFL. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. All right. So, who's the 
the most apathetic and no one cares about was at like the Colts, yep. the Titans, and Jaguars. You just hit the least disliked, <laughs> yeah. and that's the Colts. Oh, yeah. Give me the other two. Wait, those are good guesses, right? I yes. thought he would just rattle them off and got them. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it You're checks like, out. We don't need to continue this conversation. <laughs> I, I got to think the Lions are on that list. No. Nope. I would think so, too, because I felt so bad for them year after year on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. They got to be on the list. I mean, Barry Sanders is lovable. How many years did I vote, like, wish for him to score and watch, put on a show? I mean, this turkey. Who doesn't like Dan Campbell? <laughs> exactly. Everybody uh, likes Dan Campbell. I mean, Campbell. he went, he punted. All right, all right. All right. He, he faked else? a punt. 32 is the Colts. 31 is the 49ers. Really? No. There's people that definitely have 30 the is the Buccaneers. See? Uh, see, the Bucs have definitely risen the past couple years because of uh, Tom Brady and all that stuff. Where did they get this team? 10,000 people. Yeah. It's NFL I mean, Journal. They write a blog. They do this? a couple nah. different things. They're on Twitter. They got a million followers. They did a blog. They, they pulled people in San Francisco, Tampa Bay. They pulled 10,000 Canadians. I felt like the most disliked Number was pretty accurate Cowboys Eagles. <laughs> On the other end of it, I know a lot of people who don't like the Niners, so that one doesn't add up for me. That list was terrible. What are you doing? Yeah, we're going to do uh, Super Bowl predictions. We can go right there next uh, now that everybody's sides hurting. We, we got our TV back, so it's, it's tied at seven. We don't know what happened. Chiefs tied it up. But, uh, yeah, we, we did our division predictions and whatnot, so just kind of a general conversation you know, I'm going to open it up. My heart tells me I want to see the Bengals and Niners. I, I keep thinking this is going to be something I get. Uh, I don't know if that's what happens. For some reason, I think uh, I think Kansas City does something crazy and gets back there, and I think it's uh, I think it's over Philly again. I think we get a repeat of the previous year, which I, I don't know if that's – has that ever happened other than uh, Buffalo and Dallas? Biggie. Has there ever been a repeat Super Bowl? Yes. Just Buffalo and Dallas? Buffalo, Dallas. And I do believe that uh, the Cowboys and uh, – was it the Cowboys? Yeah, Cowboys not Steelers? No, that's what I think is going to happen. So yeah. I'm just I'm putting my name on it now. I just I, – I don't know. I can't go against them. I got you. There was a spacer in there. Like even a bad year for the Chiefs is like 10 wins. For the next 10 years. Right? Really. Until Andy Reid leaves. No, I don't even care. I think he's a big part of no, it. He's a part, but I'm telling you. At, if Mahomes don't get hurt and keeps balling, they're going to be fine. At this point, though, Mahomes has become something. Exactly. Anywhere right. he goes. So, to me, this is the point where it's similar to where Mahomes, or Brady left with the Tampa one. one. I feel like Mahomes will win with a coach or a different coach. Yeah. Yeah, he could. I mean, if Mahomes stepped on the 49ers, I think the Super Bowl favorites by far. Well, yeah, that's not going to happen. Well, no. <laughs> I'm just saying a coach ain't going to get in his way. Do you know how many how many years Mahomes has been the starter in Kansas City? Was it four? Four? Five. Do you know how many AFC championship games the uh, Chiefs have went to in those five years? Five. 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 That's so stupid. Two Super Bowl wins, one Super Bowl loss. Andy Reid is an amazing coach, but Mahomes, I don't know if you watched the uh, quarterback deal that was on Netflix. Oh, yeah, it was wonderful. He's him. Yep. He stays healthy. He, he should retire as the greatest quarterback of all time. Biggie, you just made my heart skip a beat, brother. I, I can't believe I just heard what he you put said. That much it's hard for me it. to say, but, I mean, the dude gets it. 
out of a patron's I can't believe you just said that. Like, I don't even know. What's, where do we go? Is that where we're at? Is Mahomes that good that it transcends big? Just be clear. I said he should, right. not he will. Now, now here's the thing. I got to give you credit because you acknowledge Mahomes with this potential way ahead. I acknowledge Tom Brady yeah, out of spite. Likewise. And the fact uh, that you're doing it, knowing it was a division rival, or a conference rival, I should say. Sorry. Um, I, I give you credit. Because you're seeing what it is there, and he's being non-biased. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's that's very big of you, Biggie. Well, I like to do big things. I'm big all over. Hey, so <laughs> my Super Bowl prediction. Oh, boy. I got the Niners and the Bagels. But here's the, ah, you the got twist. fan favorite. Okay. Brock Purdy gets injured again, but this time they've got a good backup. Sam Darnold, one of my favorite players from his draft, number three overall, went to the Jets, got crapped on Fiona. We had all that stuff. He finally gets into a good system with the right coach. The 49ers go to the Super Bowl. Sam Darnold wins Super Bowl MVP. Niners over the Bengals. And we're going to Washington to take back the White House. Yeah! <laughs> I agree with the 49ers, guys. That is a good one. I will agree. I don't know where to go with this either. You can't. How do you top that? Uh, I like how Biggie's out here creating the story. You can tell he's a gambler because he's thinking about, like, I wonder what the futures are if Sam Darnold wins an honor Super Bowl. You got to cover all the angles. <laughs> injuries are a, are a big part of this. So it's all hypothetical <laughs> of injuries don't derail a season. I mean, you look at, like, the Raiders the year that Derek Carr was looking good. He got hurt. They won the playoff game. Uh, yeah, he broke his leg that year. I remember yeah. what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, he did. And they they were looking like a favorite, and you could see the players just knowing their season was done. That was the only time I felt relevant as a Raiders fan since the uh, Gruden Bowl. Thanks yeah. for bringing that up. Good times. That was um, at least a highlight. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm not going to follow up Biggie. I'm just going to be real shy about it. I'm going to go uh, Niners. Niners. And Bills. We all like the Niners a lot. There's mine. So I, I want to go to Mongo next just because uh, you, you don't seem to like the Bills as much as everyone else. I don't. Like, I what? Don't. tell us what's going on. Like, why are you kind of shitting on the Bills? Like, we I did our power rankings, and our power rankings were much skewed for a couple reasons. I can't remember what they both are, but I remember one was you didn't even have the Bills in your top 15. Well, I changed it. <laughs> Yeah, I sent another list with the Bills. In I the ignored top that. I took your first draft. No, we had deadlines to talk hit. you into things. So here's the thing: the the Bills, the Bills are great. I think they're great. The thing is, is I mean, would you be surprised at all if they finished third in their division? No, not surprised, but unlikely. I mean, Miami. If Tua stays healthy, he looked great last yeah, year. Yeah, I'm with you. But we've seen this before, and I think the fact that he's, you know, who he is, he's not going to stay healthy. I think the Jets, it all depends on their offensive line. Oh, I love line. the Jets. I love the Jets. I think so. I think it's going to be more the Jets taking a step forward than Buffalo taking a step back. That's the thing. Uh, the, in the NFC, if you put them if you put them in the North, I mean, they're going to win. The Bills are going to win the NFC North. But uh, in that division they're in, they're, they, I think they're going to come in third. Is that the toughest division in football? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, what's, a, what's a tougher division? Maybe the NFC South. It's always the AFC West. It's brutal. AFC West, brother. AFC West until Mahomes retires. AFC North. 
AFC North is probably more balanced, but I, you know, Cincinnati's the best out of there. But Cincinnati's, I no, think, homie. I think they're viewed a step homie. behind, you know, Kansas City and whatnot. So I think I, I don't know if uh, Russ uh, bounces. Wait, let me ask you this: There's been more chatter about Denver. Have you been hearing any of this the, with uh, Sean Payton and uh, Russ, like him trying to be a better leader and stuff like that? Have you yeah. seen this? Yeah. What's what is it? What's he telling him he's got to do? He told Russell Wilson, "Quick kick, quick kissing all the damn babies. You're not running for office." Yeah. What? What does that mean? Just be quit caring little... about your social image. You're supposed to be the leader of a football team, man. Does that mean do he's it. fake? Is he? Is this not the real Danger Russ? No, he's not Danger Russ. Is this not Mister Russ? Unlimited? Always been fake, or hasn't he always been fake? I agree. I, I think, think he might just be fake. psychologically fragile. <laughs> Shots fired by Mongo. <laughs> Why you got to break a man down like that? Let's ride. <laughs> I mean, he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to be telling people. Not going to be telling defenders. I don't even know who you are. That was funny. Yeah. That was hilarious. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, though, great. like, is is he uh, is he going to stick it to Green Bay? What what do you what what do you think they do now that we're on the season? How many games did the Jets win? I think they win twelve. So that's why they're winning the division. They win 12 games. Yeah. Okay. And I don't think the Dolphins are far behind them. I don't think three key, three teams come out of that division. As much as I do like the Bills, the AFC is deep. I mean, you said, mentioned the AFC North. Uh, I could see any of those four teams winning that division. It's um, Steelers are unlikely. Steelers are unlikely, I think, but even they look decent. Be careful. Tommy gets really yeah. upset. He's got high, high hopes. Well, that's – Wow. My Super Bowl prediction, 49ers and the Steelers. Oh, oh my yes. God. Get out of yep. here. You hey, really I'm believe that? You, yes, I do. I believe it. God, are you trying to get our blue Pick check mark taken year, what, happens, it, what happens in Pittsburgh in the quarterback second year? It, honestly, if we're looking at history of football, and I know things are changing. You know, Mahomes just won the Super Bowl as the most expensive quarterback in the history of the NFL, and I think that says something to his greatness. But if we're looking at history, we're going to look at quarterbacks in their rookie deal as the most likely to win the Super Bowl. I, I kind of put Burrow in that because his contract isn't going to really hit him until next year. Yep. Um, you know, we got Brock Purdy, who's one of the cheapest oh, contracts. They, let's be honest, though. San Francisco lucked their ass into that. Like, they fumbled away a first-round draft pick and then just got lucky as hell. They did. They did. And then uh, somehow Dallas was like, we want some of that. You're right, though, Brad. That rookie contract is where you can win. Because if you got a stud QB, once you pay him, it gets hard to keep yes. your second corner and your All right, third so defensive lineman. Who's the short list? Who's your perennial contenders, rookie deal quarterbacks that are going to compete over the next three to four years? Brock Purdy. He's going to be there every year. All right. So, yeah, Purdy. we'll count Burrow this well, year. Well, that's a default answer because of how good that's that right. roster else? is. Who else? What other rookie deals? Because Lamar's not. Josh Allen's not. Mahomes isn't. Is Herbert still on his rookie deal? No, he no. signed a big contract. He signed a big deal. Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence That's, is still on his rookie deal. Mr. Brown deal. put that out there. Okay. That could be a good one. So, and, and we saw Jacksonville take a big step forward, and they're in a weak division. So, I mean, that could be it. But it, I, 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 If you want to believe the people who really like to gamble, you go with Desmond Ritter down in Atlanta. Uh, man, I, I don't feel good about Richardson, about Stroud, about Ritter. 
don't feel good about any of the rookie class. Turbo Tommy. How about Sam Howell? Turbo Tommy, there, there might Sam be somebody might in, be the uh, guy. in Pittsburgh. There might be well, somebody. Well, pick it. Uh, well, I've already, I already made my statement there. Uh, yeah, but notice, notice we're sitting here we talking. talking about rookie QBs. Tommy couldn't muster up the strength to say Pickett. Yeah, I was going to, but Biggie was giving me the look, so I just kind of said <laughs> Well, I thought that somebody would bring up Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, and nobody did. They're not going to win. Well, that's what I was, I was talking about. All these young guys are – like I, I think the teams are so bad. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I don't, like are the Texans ever going to be good again? They no. did they I think they were the I know it's we're not there yet but Hold I think on. their spread was Hold the on. largest this week. The Texans? Yeah. It, they're it not going to win. They need to rebrand rebrand of the Houston Oilers and Hell yes. those uniforms. Let's go. All Dude. that. Dude. They're, they're screwed. They Bring need back. they need to be cursed. Who the who the hell calls your freaking team name the Texans? Well, I don't care. Historically they had a team called that. I know but like oh, we're the Charleston West Virginians. <laughs> I mean, that would be the yeah, that's right. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Stop that. <laughs> Stop it. It's ridiculous. Don't do drugs. <laughs> Why, how can you not be the Oilers again? It is kind of a, like, because they don't own it. I mean, I'd rather be the Washington football team than the Houston Texans. It is pretty bad. Would you rather be the I'd rather be the Washington football team than Washington Commanders. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Washington football team was kind of cool for a minute. It was. That guy, what's happening out there? The they got somebody out there doing donuts. They're just driving around the yard at 10 p.m. at night. Yeah, it's after yeah. dark, you know. 9-16. It's like uh, Insomniac with Dave who? Attell. That's what we're doing right now. Yeah. He's over there running around doing willies in the neighbor's yard. When we had uh, Kevin Guti on the show. That was uh, one of his favorite comedians ever. That's a great. That was a great show, though. It was. Yeah. College never- days. That was good stuff. You remember uh, laying in bed at night and them girls gone wild commercials would come on at like two a.m. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. Enough to where I bought a few uh, DVDs. Ah, <laughs> that and like Jerry Springer, too hot for TV. Absolutely. No, but like I remember, like they got in trouble because they weren't showing. They were only showing white girls on Girls Gone Wild, so they had to put Snoop on there to get a bit better audience. That was yeah, a marketing plan. But he didn't show his titties like Turbo Tommy. <laughs> he didn't. Snoop will whore himself out for anything. He is. Have you ever seen? Just ask Martha. <laughs> yeah. That, Dude, yeah. Have you ever seen where he'll like do like raps for like Indian groups or like Dutch groups? I've seen the videos. Like they'll pay him like a hundred thousand dollars to come over and like spit one verse and leave. Dude, he'll sit on the beach with Andy uh, for the Corona commercials. Sandberg. Yeah. It's terrible. Like he makes me cringe, and I'm just like Snoop, get out of there. He's so like <laughs> stupid. It's not even funny. Snoop is. Uh, uh, Snoop needs to run. <laughs> I don't even take that money. Take, don't take that money. <laughs> How can you turn it down? Because. We need you to come to Mumbai. Yeah. And and cut a few bars. And then probably like, you can go snorkeling later. So on our dime. <laughs> Snoop makes That's me think of this. The shizzle. The shizzle. You got the munchies right. That's Sometimes. Snoop Dogg. The shizzle. You can have one fast food restaurant in your house. It's always open. You get this whatever is, is on the menu. This is the whitest podcast ever. Us trying Which to one this. do you pick? Not if you pick Popeyes. Well, I want that Jambalaya. I didn't think anybody else would say Popeyes. That means we're really white. What is this jackass doing? Yeah, like you said, the, noise as the whitest oh podcast God. ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got I people mean, on side-by-side it's driving. It's a shame. <laughs> 
what the world's gotten to, people like me, and people like you. I can't stop. Stop. Go get your damn fudge rounds. <laughs> no, I like this question, Biggie. I so I think I saw somebody ask Darius Rucker this question. That's I saw it the same time today, but. I don't know what would uh, Mongo. What would you like? What's your so, fa- favorite fast food place? If I could have if, it, in if my it was house? in your house, so you could have it anytime you wanted. Mm, is Jimmy John's considered fast food? I, yeah, yeah. They're, hey, a lot of they food. are freaky fast. That's the thing. They are For me they? as a man, and I want to eat. I want to eat fucking now, and I can do that with Jimmy John's. I can't. If when's the last time you like went to a McDonald's and you got your order quick? Uh sure. I don't know. It's been a minute. I don't have that problem with Jimmy John. I know one thing. Lieutenant Diane wasn't getting his ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> Lieutenant Diane. What was Darius Rucker's uh, was Taco Bell and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Ice Monday. cream. Yeah, it was Taco yeah. Bell. Taco yeah. Bell and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yep. Yeah. I will say I used to live near one of them KFC buffets. That shit was pretty good. Like it's KFC on a buffet. Yeah. yeah, they had a thing back in the day. I'm just Bismarck saying. had one buffet in the mm. evening. Eat a lot of that white meat and some of the dark. You know how you can be a real son of a bitch? Order a bucket of chicken and eat all the fucking chicken skins off and just leave the chicken for everybody else. <laughs> Sounds like something you've that. done before, Chad. <laughs> that, was, that was very descriptive. I'm, I'm feeling like it's that's the best, happened several It's the times. best part. Yeah. Isn't so, it? I'm a basic bitch. I'm going to go, if it means my body don't have a reaction to Uh-oh. what I eat. Uh-oh. I'm going to Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Because I could eat it every day. You just rotate between different things. If it meant I never gained weight. Their breakfast is solid, too. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm just saying. You got to consider the breakfast yep. options. No, but I can eat burritos for breakfast if mm. I didn't gain weight. See, I'm going Burger King because I can have the enormous breakfast burrito, and then I can also have a double Whopper. And if I feel light in the Luthers, I can have a... <laughs> Impossible Whopper. He <laughs> wants it his way. BK. I'm Andy Reid, man. How many, how many kids now have that as their walk-up song? Do they? They do. I bet they do. They do. Absolutely. It is the Burger it is King a commercial, bitch. It is a banger. Yeah. I remember making the Canadian commercial with that stuff. Single, double, triple, error. Whopper, whopper, double, whopper. But, That's what it was. I but But let's be honest. Burger King's kind of mid. You really like Burger King that much? I'd take Taco Bell over Burger King. I would, too. Well, Taco Bell was my pick, but Mr. Brown uh, went there, so I went to Burger King. Uh, you can have Taco Bell. What about Dairy Queen? That, that's legit. <sighs> well, see, I but I got to cover breakfast and dinner. You can eat ice cream I do cream appreciate the fact, too, how they have, like, the hot dogs. holiday ice cream. Oh, yeah. yeah. You get to mix it up. Yeah, do you get the menu changes? So that you get the menu. Yeah, so you get that, so there's more opportunity. You get those October white girl blizzards. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what? I just totally changed my mind. I'm taking Tudors. With the Ugg boots yeah. and the scarves. Can we go Tudors? Yeah, I'm going Tudors. I'd, That's I'd go, too easy. I'd go Tudors. If you get to include the dinner menu. Yeah. yeah, you get everything. Yeah, you get one of the yeah. tutors that doesn't switch close the tutors. For those of you who don't know about tutors, Google ask about it. Tutors biscuit world is just like listen, folks. Home. If you're not from West Virginia, there's a reason we're the fattest state in the country. Yes, yes. tutors biscuit sorry, world. Sorry, but show we're you. behind Louisiana. <laughs> we're behind Louisiana. Now? We're we're in the running. Yeah, I we mean, made the final. We're right cut. there with Zion. Jamulaya. <laughs> I bet that man loves some tutors. All right, Biggie, were you the one asking if you were given free tickets to a sporting event? 
Is it okay to ask where the tickets are first before you accept? That was me, because my question is, next weekend you got W. Pitt, Backyard Brawl. If Tommy comes and says, you know what, something came up, guys, but I got four tickets, and he gives them to the rest of us, are we allowed to look at Tommy and say, hold on, where are we sitting first? I think only if you plan on going anyway. So I'm not allowed to decide where the tickets are before I accept them? When they're free, I can't look, and he can tell me, actually, you're sitting behind a pole, two of you. No, what I'm saying is, if you were planning on going to the same event and he had free tickets... It's I okay. wasn't planning on going. Right, he offered planning, me free tickets. Yeah, then you take him. Absolutely take him. Yeah, free. it's free. No, you get to ask. 90% of the fun is Dude, the, the, game. the home experience now is almost as good as being at the game. If someone told me that, I'd just be like, thank you, and I'd book my room and head on up to Morgantown. Have you, a few couches. Have you ever got a uh, like a set of free tickets you didn't want? Like, can you think of a bad time? Because no, just, because if it, I would take them, and even then I'd flip them somewhere and make money myself. Somebody gave me tickets for a college basketball game between DePaul and Georgetown one time, and uh, took them right. Yeah, we took them and went. And the Hoya, the the dog man, got to hang out with it. It was cool. We were sitting like second row behind the baskets. You never know. But there was only like two thousand people there, and it was in the. Big-ass D.C., whatever, Verizon Center. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, the Verizon Center. Yeah. Where the Wizards play. I'm just – yeah, if it falls in your lap, you absolutely – you know, you take it. Yeah, same thing like concert tickets, same thing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So what you're saying is you have to blindly accept them. If you accept them, it's a yes or a no. I I feel like you wouldn't do this, Biggie. I feel like you're going to be like, well, let's see where it's – you're going to be Larry David on this one. Because he's going to be like – does it mean I gotta leave my house? No, God, Who's sitting next to me? Well, how big are the seats? <laughs> he asked that about Atlanta. Yeah. What well, that's of- what happens when you're an obese person. <laughs> what kind are of Canadian? Are we on the end? No, we're one from the end. This what is you, what did you say, Mongo? What kind of Canadian delicacies do they have on their menu at the. At the There's stadium? a lot of waterfowl. Poutine. Poutine, for sure. Goose. Goose? Do they eat goose? Oh, yeah. Goose is good. Dude, goose goose jerky? That's some of the best jerky you'll ever eat. And tiger meat. Tiger meat's delicious. Put it on crackers. What is tiger meat again? It's raw bowl with certain spices so that you can eat it without it being cooked and it doesn't get you sick. Mm. Have you ever seen where, like, people just eat raw meat all the time? Raw bowl. 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 I watched some uh, mountain oysters, Rocky Mountain <laughs> Rocky oysters. Mountain oysters. Yeah. Those that, aren't bad. Farm with Dude, Chevy Chase? you bread them, yeah. you deep fry them, you dip them in ranch. They're a little chewy, but it's kind of like chicken gizzards. They he, go he's down being good. For real. Yeah, but look his facial expression when he just explained that looked like he wouldn't enjoy it. Like well, I've tell. eaten them. I've eaten them several yeah, times. But you don't I'm, like sure it. I'm sure it's a texture thing. <laughs> I bet it's a fucking taste thing too. Mm. I don't know. A lot of nutrients in there. <laughs> Well, I know sitting in this group right here is the fat guy. Is that when the world comes towards its end, I'll still be living because I'll eat what's there to eat. No, you're not. You're going to be the one we're all eating. (laughs) You're going to be like the old 96er. There's going to be a lot left to eat at the end of that thing. What? What are we talking about? I know exactly. (laughs) I know. Are we talking about Biggie providing sustenance for everyone? Yes, but like he's way past the old 96er. <laughs> so we're, there's going to be plenty to go around, fellas. If you ever seen the movie Alive? Yes. <laughs> It'd be like that, but just not snowy. And then the 
Andy's Mountains. <laughs> I, I think there, uh, Biggie told me this earlier this week that uh, if this would happen and you would pass away, that your dogs would eat you in what, 24 hours? 72. Your, cat, your cats would eat you in 24 hours. Yes. Cats don't give a shit about and anything. And then dogs are 72 hours. Do you, are you uh, a cat person? Man's best friend, my ass. Do you like cats? The hell no. Do you like cats, Biggie? Person. Mongo? Nope, no cats, no. We got a kitty cat named August. My daughter wanted a cat. I got her a cat. Me and that cat hang out. Cat likes sleep on my shoulder. Dog He's likes sleep on my hip. It so the dogs don't eat it. I just saw. So are you a cat or dog person? Dog. <laughs> but that kitty cat. That kitty cat. I like that kitty cat. <laughs> he said he likes that. Kitty Which cat. would you eat Not first? Yeah. Definitely the dog. Definitely the just dog. Because it tastes better. More meat on it. <laughs> You ever been to a Chinese restaurant? You've eaten a dog before. That's cat. That's cat. No, it's a dog. That meat that's on the stick that they call a barbecue no, thing. That's, that's only dog. A street market. That's, that's a rat. cat. You got to You got to be in China for, China for it to be dogs. China. <laughs> China. <laughs> China. Oh, that's so funny, Mongo. Oh, that was an excellent impression. All right. I must say, can we? I do know. I know a story that's for sure. This really happened. Okay. Uh-oh. So. When my, my dad was stationed overseas, it had to be what? Uh, Early 80s? Yeah. So he was over there. And uh, I don't remember where it was exactly, but they had a German shepherd. And it was out in the yard on the chain, and they stole the dog and ate it. No shit. They st- stole their dog out of the yard and ate it. Wow. They took it to eat. He yeah. was, that's uh, that's terrible. Yeah, it's true. Hey, that guy's back on his side-by-side. I'm yeah. telling you, we're going to go down there and... Uh, do some stuff like that, tenor German Shepherds or something. That's it. <laughs> Tommy's yeah. dying over uh, here. This is brought to you by our sponsor, Yin Sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> I love those Yin. I love those. <laughs> you got some uh, mentionable moments? Can we? We, you know, we've missed you the past couple weeks, and I thought maybe it'd be a nice way to bring you back in the fold here. I, I don't really feel like reading sick comments this week. I don't. I don't think we had any good voicemails, so we'll just. Uh, See if we can get we're, some. Are we doing this before our picks? We're, the picks are a different show, pal. Oh, where have you been? Oh, okay. Oh, that's oh. right. Remind the listeners if they made it this far. Oh, Biggie is rubbing my leg right now. Ooh, doggy. Mm. Audio jungle. Okay. Mongo's mentionable moments. An American man is trapped in the third deepest cave in Turkey, at one thousand two hundred and seventy-six meters. A team of 150 people are working on getting him out. The crew said it may take days to get him out. (laughs) In case you're wondering, the deepest cave in the U.S. was believed to be the Luchagia Cave until 2014, until the Tears of the Turtle Cave in Montana was discovered to be deeper. It didn't hold the record long. In 2015, it was determined that the deepest cave was actually Khloe Kardashian. Ooh. <laughs> That's what Lamar will do for you. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett is dead at 76 years old. Wasted away again, Margaritaville. His most famous song, Margaritaville, has launched businesses including restaurants and a brewery. Um, we talked about that last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, two weeks ago. I was drinking a Land Shark from the Margaritaville Brewing Company on the show a couple weeks ago. Land Shark, if you're looking for a new spokesperson, uh, we aren't dead. 
That's all you need to do to qualify. Yeah. It's a yeah. good start. We got a better shot than him right now. Just pleading our case. I don't know. They got CGI. <laughs> there's an escape murder in PA. Have you all seen this? What? Yeah, there's a, there's a murderer who broke out. So I've got family up around the Philly area. There's a murderer who escaped, and he's killing people while he's on <laughs> he's the loose. He's still murdering. Yes, <laughs> this, is, this is a thing. Was he a murderer before he escaped? Um, his ex-girlfriend 38 times. Yeah, mm. and that was after he broke out. <laughs> he was just in there for tax fraud. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget the first time I saw Andy Dufresne. <laughs> Here's a good one. A retired doc. Retired doctor was busted on a yacht in Nantucket with guns, a lot of drugs, including pink cocaine and Mm. prostitutes. uh, Police officers found 43 grams of coke and 14 grams of ketamine. (laughs) 43 grams of coke. Dude, the 14 grams of special K, that up or downer mix, how many hookers do you have on that boat? That's the reason. Uh, that's the reason they found out because uh, paramedics were called called because one of them was unresponsive. <laughs> what I mean, what's your retirement look like? You, do you have? I not. I don't have coke running in Nantucket retirement future. No, not on a yacht. No. No, with hookers and blow boats and hose. Uh, Biggie. <laughs> There's more. Bill Belichick and Linda Holiday have reportedly split. Ooh, I heard that. Ooh. I bet he is totally regretting those Nantucket National Magazine photo of the month where he and her were on the cover. She told him what to wear. According to sources, <laughs> team officials are nervously wondering what Holiday could share after their split. They've been together for a while. Yeah, since like 2007. Yeah, and she's a socialite, so yeah. could get interesting. What could she? What could she share? Could him and Robert Kraft uh, been hanging out with maybe Deshaun Watson? No, Deshaun and Robert <laughs> like each other. It's Bobby and Dee Dee, but uh, that's not their jam. No, I don't do jam. What do you I think it is? What do you think? Come on, on the lips. Everybody, everybody, what's Bill Belichick's dirty little secret? He's, he's secretly a retired doctor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Nantucket, that's up there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's, that's it. That's yeah. the secret. See, here's the secret. The reason that he's the genius, Bill Belichick, the hoodie, the evil genius, all this different stuff, is actually because he was an alien dropped off in the late wow. 50s at Area 51. His whole life has been a cover. That's the reason he knows so much more football than everyone else. She is now aware of that. So let's look for her to get suicided. Hurricane suicide. Hillary anyway, is hitting Boston. Mongo, you got some okay, more yeah. An alien. <laughs> I heard his grandson is Shohei. Uh, social media fashion influencers are telling secrets, one in which uh, they are returning shoes. So uh, they are taking pictures. They're taking pictures with the shoes on, um, but they're putting like uh, painter's tape on the bottom so they can just peel it off and take the shoes back. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, similar uh, activities were tried with tampons and condoms, but that didn't go as well. Uh, I can't imagine why. Wow. It's hard being an influencer in today's world. Former NFL wide receiver Mike Williams is not dead. 
Um, he is in the hospital. He is in the hospital. It was, re- it was reported that he was dead. Um, I think he played for Syracuse. And and I don't know. There's like 15 Mike Williams. There's a ton yeah, of Mike Williams. Which, which Mike Williams? <clears throat> this one played for Syracuse, and then he played for Tampa Bay. And uh, he was reported dead, but he's not. He's still alive. Uh, you all <laughs> mentioned Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Tennis players at the U.S. Open are complaining about the smell, uh, the aroma in the air, if you will. Um, one player was quoted as saying, Court 17 definitely smells like Snoop Dogg's living room. <laughs> Could you imagine going to the like? What's that crowd like? When were you last in Snoop? Hey, they're playing on grass, baby. <laughs> while playing the, on grass. <laughs> while the exact source of the smell remained a mystery, as of Tuesday. <laughs> China's Great Wall has been pierced by Genghis Khan, the and other people, and now you goddamn Mongolians <laughs> tearing down my shitty wall. Hurry, shit. A, a, a couple of construction workers named Zing and Wang. What? <laughs> Zing, Zing and Yang. Zing and Wang. Wang. Yeah. Wang Chung. Yeah. Uh, they wanted a shortcut. Authorities in China arrested the two people for smashing a path through a section of the ancient wall, a cultural icon, and uh, part of the United Nations Protected Heritage Site. So why did they do this? They wanted a shortcut through the wall. That's seriously why they did it. They smashed a hole in the in the wall of China. China. Damn Mongolians. Mississippi is estimated to have around thirty-two to thirty-eight thousand alligators. Twenty percent of those are ten feet or longer. Mississippi alligator hunters caught a state record fourteen foot. 1,800-pound monster. Did you guys hear about that? Biggie, I know you did. You sent it to me. (laughs) I thought it was pretty damn cool. The time they show that picture of it, you got four adult average-sized males standing there, and they're barely holding this thing, and it's like sticking out three feet on each side of them. Yeah. After after this, Khloe Kardashian (laughs) asked if the gator was single and looking. (laughs) And that is Mongo's mentionable moments. Woo! (laughs) <laughs> that was pretty good, Mongo. Uh, you know why? You know why alligators are angry, right? You know what Mama said? Because they ain't got no medulla and legata. No, it's because they got all of them teeth and no toothbrush. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Kansas City's up fourteen to seven. I feel like we're gonna jump off here and uh, head over and get our pick show up and running because. Uh, it's that time of year, and we're excited for that. But uh, we appreciate you guys giving us a chance to uh, invade your ears once again. This has been another episode of the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and we'll see you next week. But until then, have a great weekend, and enjoy the return of the NFL. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.